Welcome to Brain Milk Podcast. We've got a special edition today, but I'm Dash McIntyre. I'm Adrian Pope. And today we are going to talk about the grievances listed out in the Declaration of Independence. Um, as you might remember from your history class, the colonists and the uh, patriots who wanted to uh, form their own country because of certain taxes that were levied against uh, uh, our 13 original colonies, uh, they got pretty bad and pretty mad about it, so we made a Declaration of Independence where we literally started our own country. And the Declaration of Independence really is just a petty list of... Uh, well, maybe not petty. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that yeah. might not be the word they yeah. use. But. A little more than petty. Uh, but yeah, so it's literally a list of grievances that uh, we did not appreciate from the king. Yeah, so without further ado, uh, the first grievance listed by the Founding Fathers... Against King George is he has refused his assent to law as the most necessary for the public good. And uh, I think this one pretty obviously relates to President Donald Trump, given that he doesn't care anything for laws. <laughs> well, uh, another thing is uh, the House of Representatives has uh, passed multiple bills, and as leader of the Republican Party, he's been against all of them, and he's convinced uh, Moscow Mitch, <laughs> Moscow <laughs> Mitch McConnell to not... Uh, bring any of them up to a vote yeah. in the Senate, and the Senate has completely disregarded everything the House has done. Should Democrats have a grievance against this? Yeah, I mean, quite possibly. Uh, you could see Nancy Pelosi writing her signature so big that Donald <laughs> Trump doesn't need his, uh, I don't know, does he wear glasses? I don't think so, no. <laughs> he, he, yeah, she'll write his signature, her signature so big that Donald Trump doesn't need to take Adderall to focus on it to read it. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so uh, he has refused his assent to law as the most necessary for the public good. Uh, I think one thing, uh, uh, a, a law on a necessary good for society today might have anything to do with climate change, right? Yeah. Any law to try to combat CO2 right. emissions or do anything to fix the environment, he has been against. Why? Because like 40,000 coal miners in Pennsylvania and West Virginia say otherwise. Yeah. Right? And, uh, you know, certainly there's moderate uh, gun law reform issues that are for the good of the people that most Americans support. Which Democrats have made a bill on. Donald Trump briefly supported uh, little gun control legislation and then was reminded by his political party. Remember, he's not a real Republican. Yeah. He was reminded (laughs) by Republicans that that's not a good thing. Right. (laughs) Yep, uh, so yeah, grievance number one from King George definitely applies to Donald Trump. All right, grievance number two. He, as in King George, has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance, unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained, and when suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. Well, here's a good example, right? So, uh, pressing importance, uh, healthcare, uh, Donald Trump and the Republicans he's put into power in the executive branch have completely neglected Obamacare. It was a landmark uh, healthcare deal, has a lot of good things that almost everybody in America agrees with, things like staying on your parents' policy until you're 26, not being kicked off your health insurance for pre-existing conditions, you know, that kind of thing. Right. You know, mean, yeah. little side note, it's funny how in America, what used to be or is still considered in every other country with uh, modern healthcare, what most people consider just your uh, health background and your health history, only in America do we call it pre-existing conditions so that we can try to not cover anything that you might have had uh, yeah, prior a, to changing your... What a strange your... way to describe a health condition. <laughs> yeah. Right. Condition. Rather than just your medical history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
something to it's a little legal ease to right. say fuck you yeah. you don't get any of our money yeah <laughs> obviously climate change is another pressing law that uh you know donald trump is forbidden we, uh what you what they use in their terminology his governors to pass yeah he's a. Uh, I mean the whole trump administration has neglected the environment They've, you know, allowed the, you know, Scott Pruitt of the EPA to gut regulations protecting things like the environment, clean air, drinking water. Right. Um, Since the uh, the enacting of the EPA with President Nixon, um, Donald Trump's presidency is the first major period where um, environmental health has gotten significantly worse. (laughs) Yeah. So I think, uh, so grievance one and two definitely apply to Donald Trump. Grievance number three. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. Well, yeah, that's interesting. So, you know, usually a president, uh, and, you know, certainly looking back at the colonial times, you'd think the king would be the king of all people. Today, you'd hope the president would want to be president of all the people. Donald Trump has completely neglected most of the population as, uh, you know, whiny babies. He hates yeah, them, that's right? That's literal vermin. Yeah. He says, why should I <laughs> right. do anything for them? They right. don't support me. Yeah. Grievance number three, you know, he refuses to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people. You might be reminded that Donald Trump literally lost election but became president on a technicality so basically every law that republicans you know kind of work on and pass is literally you know not for the accommodation of the majority of america yeah all right i think that one applies yeah i think it applies (laughs) we're we're three three (laughs) three and a Grievance number four, he has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. This is an interesting one because uh, this is actually a pretty big deal back then. Uh, what this meant was that you know if, if you committed a crime or did something that maybe the royal appointed governor didn't like, he could tell you you have to go to court, but that court's in uh, England, uh, which <laughs> back then yeah, meant like a three month trip that you might not survive just to show up in court for some stupid little crime that might not have been a real crime, right? Like imagine getting a speeding ticket. In let's say Virginia, and then having to drive to California to go to court. To, <laughs> right. to, yeah, I mean, so that one doesn't really necessarily apply. Uh, but now you know uh, what the fourth grievance uh, against right. King George was. Yeah, so, so we're three and five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that one, you know, it's not really. Yeah. Yeah. A little not totally representative yeah. of the modern age. But uh, Grievance 5, he has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasion, his invasions on the rights of the people. Now it's interesting, the president in our system doesn't have an ability to physically dissolve the legislature, tell them to go home. You're Quite thankfully, because I think yeah. Donald Trump certainly would have dissolved the House of Representatives But here's the interesting thing. So he dissolved uh, both the legislature and the executive by shutting down the government. That is true. Uh, again, for a political ploy, right? Yeah, he for was an just entire mad month. that he didn't get his way. Uh, Nancy yeah. Pelosi and, and Schumer ended up winning. But I mean, yeah, so the president's job is to ex- execute the laws, you know, enforce the laws and run the federal bureaucracy. He failed to do that by purposely and bragging about shutting down the government. Right. Remember, before it happened, uh, he, he was said he, he was proud to do it. 
He was happy to do it because Nancy Pelosi was mean and wasn't doing what he wanted. I think he also said it would be easy to win, didn't he? Yeah. At some point, like <laughs> like a trade war. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, we'll definitely win this. Yeah. So and manly firmness is invasions on the rights of the people. So certainly, I mean, there's tons of invasions on well, the rights of the, the people. Think of the hundreds of thousands of people at Christmas time, no less, who didn't get paid because he had a hissy fit and shut down right. the government. I mean, you know, people are so worried about like a tyrannical government, but I mean, like. Isn't it tyranny for someone just to tell you, like, fuck off, don't work, you don't get money anymore, and, you know, yeah. you know, we'll see about paying you back when the government opens again? I mean, right. I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad, so. Does that count? Are we going to count yeah, that one? Four? Let's, let's count four that. Four and O oh and one, maybe? Four and what? Yeah. yeah. All right, so grievance six. He has refused for a long time after such disillusions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers, incapable of annihilation, have returned to the people at large for their exercises. The state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. This one, yeah, I mean, Donald Trump hasn't physically kept anyone from being elected, so I think he might get this one. Um, you know, there are a couple cases, uh, for historical purposes, uh, where, you know, a local government would elect people and then either royal governor or, you know, someone, you know, royally appointed would just refuse to allow the legislature to either be seated or he'd refuse to hear what they said or refuse anything they passed. So, and a good example of that is, uh, Massachusetts, which, uh, a couple years before the revolution, uh, just one example, there was an assembly in Massachusetts uh, that was dissolved by the royal uh, governor or something in uh, 1768, and they weren't allowed to meet again until the next year. And when they did meet, they found a military guard surrounding their meeting location with cannons pointed directly at it. Uh, so, you know, interesting little fact in yeah. history that, the, you know, the royal yeah. governor would basically do intimidate, you know, a democratically right. elected group or body. Certainly uh, something that Donald Trump would be sympathetic to, um, given that uh, he has really no respect for life, <laughs> yeah. that he can't yeah. objectify in some way to benefit himself. Yeah, for sure. Right. All right. So the tally is four to two. We'll give, I guess, Trump that one just because it doesn't relate <laughs> too closely. All right. But grievance number seven. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. So some of this clearly applies, yeah, right? Clearly, so very clearly. Naturalization of foreigners. It's not the same as it was back in the 1770s, right? It was a, it was a you know, settler country, needed new people, we had tons of land. It's a little different now. Uh, however, I will say that, you know, uh, you know, it does apply. There are foreigners in America now who are already here. They've been here for years. They pay, you know, sales right. taxes. They've committed no crimes. It really makes no sense if you think about it. And, and Donald Trump is clearly against any nationalization of brown people living in this country, right. specifically Mexican immigrants, uh, illegal immigrants. Because, I mean, it's just weird to think, like, you have millions of people living here. And, like, we know they live here. We know what they do, right? We know they pay sales tax. And the funny thing is, if we just let them become citizens, which they basically already are, they're literally here and have right. been here for years, they would pay income tax. So the government yeah. would make money by just acknowledging the people who've been here for years and just saying, 
okay, please pay taxes now. That's right. all that would take if Donald Trump's against If that. anything, that would be like kind of a good conservative move to just start instantly having a much bigger, uh, or not much bigger, but a uh, sizable extra chunk of taxes paid every year. Yeah. When you have a much more, especially then when, you know. And they're all wage laborers. These people aren't right. buying and selling stocks. They're not trading, you know, yeah. uh, real estate because they can't. Right. They don't have a social security. They're also number. doing jobs that people will not do if they disappear. Yeah. A bunch of white alt-right incels aren't going to start picking avocados immediately yeah. if we just uh, deport every Mexican in uh, California. doesn't have a right. yeah, But again, like you were saying earlier, there's so many immigrants that are like second, third, fourth, fifth fifth generation that yes they're asian and yes they're of like mexican uh, descent but i mean how can you be um any more american than being like a fifth generation yeah. asian who's been you know his family's been here and owns land or uh, property and they've all been living here since like i don't know the mid 1800s you know yeah. let's say let's say their original ancestors came over building the railroad like honestly uh considering how many white immigrants came here in the 1880s through the really, 1920s yeah. there's a lot of mexicans and asians and different uh immigrant groups who've actually been here longer than a lot of uh, yeah. Amer- like so-called white americans that are of like irish and Italian and Polish descent. And then you have, uh, you know, these uh, Trump supporters with their red hats, seeing them in the street saying, go back to where you came from. And you have these fifth generation Asians, for instance. You yeah, been here 30, yeah. 40 years longer than yeah. a lot of white people. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, the count is- Oh, hold on. Uh, oh. One other thing I'd say about that is, uh, you know, interesting little point, refusing uh, to pass others to encourage migration. Uh, who yeah. would want to come to America right now? You know, and it's funny because America is such a great place. People do still want to come, and they're actively trying to become citizens. But I mean, it's kind of funny. It would be good for America economically. You know, other countries complain about the brain drain, which means that smart, intelligent, educated people from other countries come to America, and their countries lose them. So it's actually a net positive. Most immigration, right? Especially like. Uh, if you have a family, even if it's like uh, one person come over and his whole family comes, well, that person is going to be much happier here yeah. and probably have, have a, a better support, support system, system right. to start. Yeah. Like, I always joke, like, uh, you know, if one every one out of every 5,000 immigrants is an Elon Musk or one out of every 10,000, isn't it worth bringing 10,000 people in here? To get that Elon, Elon Musk, Musk yeah. hired, you know, over all his businesses over the last couple of decades. Tens or hundreds of that, or several hundred thousand people, right? right? Directly or indirectly, he does way more yeah. than most five or fourth generation yeah. Americans living today. And also, you know, immigrants are like two point five times more likely to start their own business, especially if they're, you know, they bring a family over or start a family here, you know, just to give everybody a job and have yeah. that kind of family thing. Exactly. Not to go too far down the rabbit hole on that one, but... Um, so, uh, yeah, grievance yeah. number eight. Well, yeah, so let the record show it's five to two, five <laughs> grievances that apply to Donald Trump yeah. from the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Great. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, grievance number eight. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. Now this one, um, so the example is uh, the parliament deprived the people of Massachusetts the right to elect their judges in 74, that's 1774. Um, Instead, the king appointed all the colonies judges. I can't say this one really applies to Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, That makes a lot of sense why people would be so mad against King George because, um, you know, you're, you know, 
If you're mad about not being represented in the legislature, well, then having no say at all in the judges and the judiciary would be a huge problem as well. Well, I mean, it, it kind of does apply, though, because... We could argue the Republicans under Obama, they stole... Right. The Republicans stalled all of Obama. Trump. That's Mitch Right. No, but on the other hand, uh, they are... Ramp but on the other hand, Donald Trump lost the popular vote, so you would think the popular vote voted for liberal judges... Or, you know, at least judges appointed by Democrats, and now we're not getting any of them because of the Electoral College technicality. Well, I think that's certainly a corruption of judiciary powers. It's not quite the offense that King George was doing. Yeah, because most importantly was that a lot of these judges were paid by, you know, King George right. royal money. So that's not really... It'd be like if Trump was just appointing people he was blatantly bribing. Yeah, like he right. personally paid the salary for... So we'll Canada. give Trump this one um, yeah. as it not counted against him. Uh, the towels, uh, the tally is five to three. Although that grievance, yeah, you can make a case. Yeah. But uh, you know, we're uh, we'll be sympathetic to Trump. Yeah, tie goes to uh, yeah, tie goes, tie to, goes Trump. to Trump. On this yeah. one. <laughs> All, right. All right, grievance number nine. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. Once again, just systemically and institutionally, this doesn't apply. Um, although, again, Donald Trump would certainly be sympathetic to this power. You could argue that his appointment of uh, Judge Kavanaugh was a little sketchy, especially with um, um, you know Judge Kennedy, who we replaced, retiring, and then his son being a mem you know a yeah. high up in the uh, Deutsche Bank, which gave Trump a lot of dubious loans that may or may not have been backed by Russian. Uh, but you don't know his involvement. Yeah, yeah, you don't know for sure. Let's not get too territorial. Yeah, right. Yeah. So grievance number nine. Uh, the example is that uh, you know judges and royally appointed governors of the early colonial period uh, did not depend at all on the colonists for their income, well-being, or anything, or even their jobs, obviously. They were only dependent on the king, and that uh, made American colonists pretty mad, especially when the judges were ruling against them and imprisoning them or, you know, what happened. Right. And just as a side note, we are looking at uh, Wikipedia. We recommend you go to Wikipedia. You can just look up grievances of the United States Declaration of Independence. Read all this for yourself. We do recommend it. It's always nice to get like a little history refresher. And, uh, and it's always good to know kind of what the thinking behind the founding documents right. is. Have Especially a little context. When you have to put a, you know, half right. the people in this country think we should go back to only those documents as if that's the only <laughs> right. thing we need to know. Exactly. Yeah, so moving on to grievance number Well, two. yeah, tally five to four. So five it's four. catching up a little bit, uh, yeah. but I think... Uh, Only in the technicality that they do not apply yeah. or do not make sense in today's world. Yeah, or institutionally. Uh, thankfully for us, the uh, president is neutered from some of these uh, powers. <laughs> yeah. But grievance number ten. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. Ooh, so the first part, erected a multitude of new offices doesn't really make sense. Well, he but did start the part. Space Force. <laughs> Not that uh, he's necessarily filling out all the positions, but... Uh, well, did he do it? Do you think Trump well, that's smart true. enough yeah. to say we need the, a Space yeah. Force? The space sounds cool. It yeah. sounds cool, but do you yeah. think he understands right. what the you know Air Force right. really does? And yeah, the Space Force was kind of... The ball was rolling, you know, yeah. certainly well, well before Trump took office. But here we go. The second part. Send hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. So... Uh, you know, I'm not thinking of something like, you know, I'm not going to say that Trump's IRS is a swarm of officers harassing our people, but certainly the EPA 
you know, is harassing our people. I mean, they're making our air more toxic, our water less drinkable, less safe. Uh, they're gutting regulations. Yeah. And eating out their substance, right? So economic substance. I'm thinking the trade war, right? You oh, yeah. Farmers who literally had, you know, their crops die because China, right. they couldn't sell them to China. You straight up ruined their uh, their markets that they used yeah. to sell by with all these tariffs. And even with the welfare, that, so the Trump administration, if you didn't know, has been directing the government and getting money from Congress to basically basically just pay out farmers to make up the difference for what they've lost right. during this trade deal. So they still vote Republican. Yeah. So in a way, it's eating out the substance of U.S. tax dollars to yeah. basically just give it in a bribe, a political bribe to a uh, slightly shit upon uh, minority of voters. Yeah. Um, so historically, you know, this grievance... Uh, applied to the passage of the Stamp Act. Um, people hated that because there were a uh, collection of duties, uh, you know, by officers of the stamp tax who went out and collected it. Um, uh, there were all kinds of new officers right. and offices made for people to go do this. They were given high salaries and there were tons of prerequisites of, uh, you know, people right. having to pay all these taxes. And you can also look at it, the new, the, uh, the tax reform that, uh, which is really one of, a handful of uh, actual legislative victories that Donald Trump uh, has done, but you could consider it in a similar vein that he's basically oh, giving gutted the federal yeah, purse. For, get, yeah, gutted the federal purse, and now, of course, uh, especially if he gets reelected, but Mitch McConnell's already calling for it now and has been for several uh, electoral cycles. But he wants to basically he's blaming all of the debt on Social Security and Medicare. So um, the traditional Republican method of starving the beast by basically cutting all the taxes and giving the government no money and then blaming it on all the social uh, welfare programs that we have that actually help people. So Republicans but, uh, want to have the cake, right. eat it, and then blame the Democrats yeah. for not having cake. And, you know, <laughs> they're, all, they're always accusing Democrats of uh, wealth redistribution. It's hard to make a stronger case for wealth distribution than the Republican ideology of uh, tax cuts yeah. and uh, government cuts. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, I think that one goes against I'm gonna Trump. Count that. Yeah, I'm going to count that against Because, uh, yeah, you don't really have to stretch too hard to find ways that uh, Trump is basically just screwing people out of money. All right, the tally is 6-4. to four. Uh, We are up to Grievance 11. He has kept among us, in times of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. Well, uh, this one's kind of interesting. We're really not in a time of peace. Right. <laughs> you know, we have the ever-ending uh, drug war, the mm -hmm. war on terror, uh, fight against ISIS, which you know Trump has basically tried to sabotage in a weird way. Uh, you know, he says he's defeated ISIS, but ISIS still exists. He's also pulling American troops. He's pissing off Iran yeah. and our relationships with Iran. Right. In Polish, country, yeah. we spent 17 years trying to make a real right. country, and now he's threatening to yeah. put ter uh, terrorists on them. Yeah, really between pulling out of Syria, getting threatened almost out of Iraq, betraying the Kurds, uh, there's not threatening war with Iran. Yeah, we're basically self-owning ourselves yeah. and basically defeating ourselves in this war on ISIS. Yeah. If we get kicked out of all the Middle East, you know, there's not really much we can do against. Uh, but ISIS. this one, yeah, I'd say this grievance doesn't really count because right. we have a standing army, but it is with the clear consent of our legislature. Yeah, and, and, no and, and in, that. yeah, even though technically the legislature, our Congress, uh, purposefully chooses not to get involved and not to vote or be personally or professionally tied to any uh, you know uses of military force which well, is here, why the executive yeah. branch has this so much this is an interesting so. uh, uh, hit on Congress then because yeah. they're not really doing their job 
Oh, for sure. It's the yeah. responsibility of Congress. I mean, we're seeing a little bit. So Congress is trying to grow a pair, yeah. at least the House. The House is trying to grow a pair again by telling the president he can't just go to war with Iran. And right. Moscow, Mitch, uh, basically killed that before. Right. You know, he's not going to allow that you know bill that's passed by the House to go to the Senate. Yeah, but uh, we'll give this one to Trump. So the tally is six to five. Going to uh, grievance number 12. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. Uh, this one's kind of interesting because Donald Trump is uh, over and over trying to kind of turn the American military into a sort of mercenary force. Um, Betsy DeVos's brother, you know, Betsy DeVos is the Secretary of Education. Her brother, Eric Prince, uh, was famous for uh, very infamous, uh, the group Blackwater, the uh, mercenary group used in Iraq that was accused of a little bit of war crimes yeah, and war crimes, um, atrocities. Yeah. yeah, so basically Eric Prince isn't involved. He's kind of involved in some of the, uh, you know, uh, arguable uh, collusion with Saudi Arabia. And, well, most people um, don't know how many contractors are in the military. Right. Well, I shouldn't say in the military, but the DOD that work pays, with the yeah, a massive amount of the DOD budget goes to paying contractors. Right. And but, some of them are straight up basically mercenaries. They go and do, right. you know, they'll go escort people and they don't abide, necessarily have to abide by the same Correct. rules yeah. and regulations that the U.S. Army does. And uh, Trump famously just very recently was talking about, uh, bragging about, um, Use, sending military troops to Saudi Arabia and basically getting paid. He claimed that we got a billion dollars from Saudi Arabia so far for having our troops there. And it's hard to believe that that is... Uh it seems to apply to this grievance because it certainly seems well, superior of and independent kind of. of. It's not like Congress is voting to add all these troops. Yeah. Um, and certainly Donald Trump, you know, his recent assassination of the Iranian general, um, Congress did not approve that. Again, that's going above Congress, which has the constitutional Yeah, he authority. is trying to use the military, not necessarily independent, but superior to the civil power, which is Congress Correct, that controls yeah. the right, right to declare war. And of course, Congress had no heads up. Um, yeah. Certainly not the Democrats, maybe a small handful of Republicans, but many of them were caught unaware when he decided to pull uh, well, to Trump, betray yeah. the Kurds. I think uh, even yeah. there's many people, uh, or probably you know the vast majority of Congress, that's very sympathetic to the sacrifice Kurds have made on the ground for our troops. Yeah. You know, uh, taking back the actual land that ISIS holds with the help of our air power, but so that we don't actually have to have our troops die fighting ISIS in Syria and uh, yeah. Iraq. So uh, I think this one uh, counts against Trump. What do you think? Yeah, I think there's a small case to be made that it could count against Trump, yeah. Uh, well, it's certainly, I mean, he's the really not... The military should yeah. be controlled. Part of the blame goes to Congress for really not asserting their power more. But, yeah. I mean, you give Trump a uh, an inch, he's going to try to take a mile, you know? Yeah. All right, so the tally is 7 to 5, grievance number 13. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. Um, right off the bat, you can kind of imagine that this, you could relate this to uh, his possible um, um, compromised uh, presidency ooh, with ooh. Russia. No, I, I have another example. So jurisdiction foreign to our constitution, uh, the emoluments clause, Yes. right? He feels no obligation to follow anything in the Constitution that he doesn't already want to do, right? So he'll say something like, oh, the... Well, here's an interesting thing. So he uses the jurisdiction of the Constitution 
but he's wrong about it, right? So he, mm-hmm. he, he continually says, nobody says anything about Article 2 of the Constitution. It allows me to do anything I want. It's like, well, Article 2 exists, but it doesn't say you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So while that jurisdiction is the Constitution, he's, you know, back ass you know, ass backwards right. on that, that whole idea. Um, and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to the acts of pretended legislation. I mean, he clearly thinks right. he can do whatever he wants. He goes against legislation, right? Yeah. Repeatedly. And it, it, the grievance here, um, a lot of the governors that were very loyal to the gov- uh, to the king um, would kind of subject colonists to a jurisdiction foreign to their uh, constitution, um, which, I mean, you can the kind of... constitution. Yeah, right? and yeah. you can kind of relate that to, like, maybe, um, like, ICE. ICE is certainly doing things, and Trump's um, policies... Uh, about immigration and what to do with immigrants who come here and apply for um, refugee status. He's really not following the law based on what you're supposed to do. And, you know, certainly most of the policies of the Obama administration, Trump famously made them extra draconian, led by Jeff Sessions as a, you know, make it so bad to make it a deterrent, which, you know, yeah, I guess technically that could work, but it's also illegal. Yeah, another thing, you know, historically part of this was that Massachusetts specifically was really angry about the uh, uh, royal governor who could basically do anything he wanted. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like, you know, exactly Trump. Yeah. I mean, and in a way, he kind of exerts it over foreign policy because you can make the case that Trump's willing to let Netanyahu, MBS in Saudi Arabia, Putin, you know, uh, you, uh, even <laughs> even Kim uh, in Kim North Korea. Korea. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, they're not really, uh, you know, part of the U.S., but I mean, in terms of a foreign policy sense, he's letting them do whatever they want, even when it's against American interests. Yeah, I mean, if you talk about like, uh, you know, the whole law scheme of... Uh, campaign finance right yeah and whether or not you can get support from other countries or foreign nationals like that is clearly a jurisdiction foreign to anything (laughs) in our uh u.s law code regarding right campaign elections yeah so uh count against trump uh definitely all right so that's eight to five now with grievances uh we are on grievance 14 um just so you know there are 27 grievances so we're uh (laughs) we're about halfway now uh, but grievance number 14, for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us. I wouldn't say this necessarily no, goes yeah, against yeah, Trump. The U.S. military is institutionally right. uh, banned from really performing any type of duty, uh, military duty, in the continental right. United States. That's what we have the National Guard And they're not for. sneaking into our houses and kicking us out yeah. and, you know, taking our houses like the British <laughs> troops used to do. Yeah, because that was a big thing back then is, you know, they stationed all these British troops uh, ostensibly to protect against Indians and the French, but it was also by the 1770s just to keep control of the American population, right. uh, the American colonists who were uh, getting a little yeah. out of hand. And I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> and I imagine most of the houses that got taken might have been uh, critics yeah. <laughs> of uh, you know of the British government. Yeah. So yeah, but we won't count that against Trump. So the tally is eight to six. Moving on to grievance number 15, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states. Yeah, this was kind of thing, or happened a couple times, uh, famously the Boston Massacre, right? Um, the protecting them kind of reply, uh, is a, uh, kind of refers to the quartering of troops and armed troops living among us in the previous grievance. Uh, you know, famously in the Boston Massacre, they, you know, troops fired into a crowd, they killed like five people, 
And then, you know, quite a few of them got acquitted. There are multiple other examples of that happening. So this one obviously really doesn't apply. Uh, we don't really. Well, actually. Well, uh, I mean, because I mean, you could talk yeah. about not. You know, they didn't kill Americans, but those yeah. mock trials. Well, he certainly Navy gave seals. a mock trial of MBS for uh, murdering a U.S. resident. I mean, well, he's not I'm, a full I'm just citizen. Talking about like the soldiers, right? So I yeah, if you well, that's true. That, uh, that's oh, the, the, the war crimes. Yeah, yeah. the war crimes. Uh, Navy SEALs who right. were acquitted or pardoned. Yeah, um, I mean that's pretty weird. They didn't really murder Americans. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, murder, you know, outright, you know, they always say in the military, you know, you should be a killer, not a murderer, right? You should be able to do the job to take someone out if you need, right. but you don't go around just straight up murdering people, yeah. right? And there's a very right. big legal difference between, you know, killing a, you know, hostile or enemy force combatant and, you know, just straight up murdering someone, right. especially a civilian, you know? Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily apply while he's president, but Donald Trump does have a past history of, uh, Throwing his opinion famously in the uh, the uh, what was it the New York Five yeah. the five kids they got wrong you know I guess you know uh, they were allegedly accused of uh, murdering uh, a white girl raping and murdering yeah, yeah. but uh, they were not really found to be guilty but Donald Trump was pushing for the uh, for the death penalty I don't know um, that to it doesn't necessarily yeah not. I guess not too much, um, but it'd be interesting to see at the end of Donald Trump's presidency if he starts just pardoning a bunch of murderers, you know, like that, uh, yeah. Be- what was his name, Bevin in Kentucky, yeah. the governor that right before he left uh, pardoned a whole bunch of people that, uh, Race uh, yeah, yeah, like kind of either members of or family members of donors, you know, uh, relatives. Yeah, all interesting yeah. thoughts. Uh, again, this grievance doesn't really necessarily Yeah, I th- it, so. yeah, yeah, I think so too, so we won't give it to him. Um, so now the... <laughs> Tally yeah, is, didn't win that one. Yeah. <laughs> now the tally's eight to seven. Um, Ooh, getting close to half and yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. Um, grievance number 16, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world. Man, if there was one grievance yeah. that, uh, <laughs> that was a no-brainer, it's certainly this one. I'm yeah, just so going to tally that right, right now <laughs> for the commentary. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so cutting off trade with all parts of the world. Obviously talking about the trade war here. The you know trade war that was supposed to be easy to win, but we're now three years in. Yep. Presumably, <laughs> you know, I always you know I always say if something's easy, it shouldn't take three years. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> three years with no real progress yeah. yet in sight. Uh, famously, Trump keeps saying that he makes a deal, but that who knows that might be some. Uh, I mean, think about think about other things in American history that took about three years. Like, you know, discovering that a nuclear bomb was possible and then doing the science and building right, them yeah. and testing them. That was the last time and winning a trade war yeah. that's easy. <laughs> right. right. What else took three years? Obamacare. Uh, I think they passed that in, what, like two years? Yeah. And, uh, or less than two years. Yeah, because, because yeah, 2010 was the kind of reaction to it. Um, yeah, so I think uh, that one I mean, definitely applies. How long applies. Take the Brothers to learn to fly, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and regardless, uh, yeah, that what? Yeah, Trump loves his uh, his tariffs. His uh, I love that Trump is still adamant that Americans don't pay the tariffs, which is just so dumb. There is no way you can look at tariffs and not you know come yeah. to the conclusion here's that a, here's a, Americans are getting fucked. Yeah, here's a funny way to kind of describe it. So you have like an American company wanting to buy something from China, so the Chinese company sends it to America, and then the government says, "Hey, Americans." 
if you're going to import this, you yeah. have to pay this tax. It basically on it. sits in the port yeah. <laughs> until you pay the tariff and it gets approved, and only then can you actually get what you already paid China for. Yeah, and then the American business goes, well, I don't want to pay for this, so now the consumer will, and then the consumer yeah. goes, I guess I so pay more now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so China right. no way pays for any of these tariffs. It doesn't right. even make sense. It's really cute though that he just he swears by it, but uh, yeah. All right, so the tally is nine to seven. We are now on to grievance number 17, for imposing taxes on us without our consent. Well, now, Trump doesn't really have that power. That's uh, obviously in the legislature, so it doesn't apply. Obviously, a form of government is way different than having a monarchy with a king who could do that kind of thing. But um, yeah, so you know, historically, obviously, that was a big part of the revolution was that all the new taxes right. and that there was no representation. You can't argue this because yeah. we have representation in Congress. Um, well, you know, although we can just add the technicality that uh, our Congress is not truly proportional to the actual demographics of our country, that conservative, rural, white uh, well, Republicans a, have a disproportionate... Here's uh, an interesting idea. If you... <laughs> It, with a budget deficit like we have now, if you lower taxes, aren't you just taxing us on the future? Yeah. Because we already have debt. We're, right. Someone's <laughs> going to have to pay it yeah. eventually. And Trump is spending more than, you know, just as much as Obama was to save the economy. You know what? That, is, economy that, is, is, that is an interesting point. Yeah. If you um, lower taxes right. with, a, with the budget debt, you're raising yeah. taxes on someone else in the future. However, given that, you know, I guess ultimately Congress does approve and or have a say in this uh but he was yeah yeah true. i guess tech you know tie was, i guess maybe goes against uh goes for trump yeah you know? give him the tie yeah. yeah so uh let's see that's grievance number let's see 17 so that means we are nine 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 no nine nine eight so now grievance number 18 for depriving us in many cases of the benefit trial by jury um, you know what? This actually does apply to Trump because um, certainly with the Republican mindset that you can't, he can't actually go to trial and he can't yeah. be prosecuted. He is depriving us of yeah. a trial by jury of him. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, there's there's like two dozen some odd sexual assault cases. He's being sued for uh, charity fraud. Um, well, didn't he settle that university one? University fraud. They settled well, that one. Well, and university. He paid. He settled yeah, okay. for twenty-five he did million pay. dollars. But he didn't. Yeah, but he settles. Uh, but you know, certainly with the Mueller report, he found so much obstruction that it couldn't really the go. Ukraine. Yeah. His impeachment. Right. I mean, I oh, yeah, certainly yeah. impeachment. Yeah. We don't really have a fair jury when Republicans are going out of their way to say we're basically working with the defense. And bend over backwards uh, yeah. for Trump, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know what? I think this one definitely goes for Trump. I mean, he's certainly depriving me of the benefit of watching him <laughs> in trial. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, tally 10, 8, going to grievance number 19 for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses. Um, you know, this this one's like a yes and no because he, we don't have to be transported to another country to be tried. But he wants people tried for pretended offenses. Right, for example, yeah, certainly. Yeah, uh, who's the head of the FBI, the acting director? Andrew McCabe. 
Yeah, so he was about to retire and get his full pension, and Trump basically had him fucked over. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, pretty weird. Yeah. Then you have the the Lisa Page and Strzok guy. Right, yeah. Um, Certainly Trump wants to prosecute a bunch of media people, but thankfully, uh, institutionally, America is holding back Oh, pretended offenses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enemy of the American people. Right. That's oh, lock her offense. up. Lock her up. All yeah. this shit about Hillary all this time for pretended yeah, stuff. Yeah, this last yeah, week. Big uh, guy, yeah, still the, going on big guy. Going on well, no, uh, this the last emails. Week, yeah, this last week the right. Department of Justice uh, investigation of Hillary Clinton finally ended to little fanfare. Right. Nothing was found. It would be Surprise. nice if the media, our yeah. liberal biased media, would say something about yeah. that. Um, so, what do you think? Do you think this counts? I think it's. I think it should count because tried for pretended offenses. The technicality but is he hasn't that he actually gotten far away. Trump hasn't able, been able to well, try anybody except in public opinion. That's true. Okay. No one's gotten uh, really right. trouble yet. Not yet. We'll and the first half yeah. was transparent. All right, you're right. Yeah. So we won't we won't uh, sign this one to Trump. But second term Trump, if he wins the second term, I'm yeah. just, just saying keep your eyes peeled on grievance number 19. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the tally is 10-9, slight lead for Trump in being a tyrant, similar to the uh, King of yeah. England that we. Uh, literally seceded from <laughs> to start a country. All right, grievance number 20. For abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government and enlarging its boundaries to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies. This is an interesting one. Yeah. It has no basis whatsoever, even on In America, modern times, really. yeah. So it really references yeah. Canada. Yeah. The, uh, the government thought that uh, America might rebel, so they wanted Canada to be really big, and they actually uh, had a ministry get formed to basically take over uh, all powers in order, except for levying taxes, which King George wanted to keep all himself, the taxes. Yeah. But he wanted to kind of have a base in Canada for which the British government could then um, fight back against a rebellion in what would be the American uh, early states. Yeah, that's an interesting one. So yeah. That's why Canada is so massive. Right. I guess it was one colony. For a long time. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it has no bearing whatsoever. Yeah, so... Um, we can't even pretend to construe this one. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, t I mean, I guess if we wanted to just take a stab, it would be that, you know, Trump goes through with the line that, you know, like, some states are real America and other states aren't, and that, like, big liberal cities shouldn't get money because of... But he doesn't really do uh, anything with local government right. or anything. So. Yeah. If we, I was just... Yeah. If we wanted to really be petty and... Uh, <laughs> Well, like sidestep it to drop yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll give that one uh, to Trump's benefit. So now we're actually tied up 10-10 for grievances. And, and just remember, it's important to remember that Trump's not doing anything good. He's just not doing these evil things <laughs> yeah. that made us want to right. succeed. And uh, I think if we made a new list of grievances, we could include quite a bit that even King George himself well, would have. We might get more than 26. <laughs> yeah, or, or 27. 27, yeah. yeah. All right, so tally 10-10. We're on to Ooh, grievance tied. 21. Ooh. Yeah. Um, for taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments. That's interesting. Um, I mean, you can talk about any of the institutional norms he's broken, kind of deviated Correct. from. Uh, certainly, like, you know, nepotism laws, yeah. uh, forms of our government, you, the fact that you have... Uh, you know, some kind of disinterested, right. um, you know, political leader who, you know, is completely unbeholden to foreign money mm -hmm. interests, even his own moneyed interests. Right. I mean, everything Trump does benefits his own profits right. at his own, you know, 
you know, yeah. business. Cer case, certainly right? all those policies that um, I believe Stephen Miller helps write um, and then masturbates all over as <laughs> he dreams about how many brown people he can kick out of the country. Yeah. Certainly those are um, taking away charters and abolishing our valuable laws, especially considering how many courts and judges immediately yeah. find uh, their policies unconstitutional. Well, I mean, a valuable law, look at American culture the last 230 years. It's a culture of immigration. Right. You know, when he, when he basically says, you know, his people say something like, the Statue of Liberty doesn't mean what you think it means. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't think... I, I think, think you're the wrong one, I don't one, think actually. the jury is out on what, <laughs> yeah. what that is or what it means. Right. So, so yeah. Funda yeah, altering fundamentally the forms of our government. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, Healthcare yeah. laws, uh, uh, climate change laws, re EPA regulations, our most valuable right. laws and regulations that keep people safe, that protect Americans. So, yeah, that one definitely yeah. counts. A hundred percent. All right, so the tally is 11-10. Trump's got a slight lead on... Uh, uh, the the average here. There's only five left. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, what do you think the final tally will be? I, I have an imagination. Trump will be, uh, uh, you know, he might win it. He'll be batting more than five hundred on yeah. these. <laughs> um, grievance twenty two for suspending our legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. This one's kind of fifty fifty. He did let the government shut down, so mm -hmm. he did suspend our legislature. Purposely, proud, gleefully, gleefully, yeah, boastfully. Yeah. Um, he did not declare himself invested with power to legislate for us, though. In well, he did say uh, Article Two of the Constitution allows him to do anything he wants. Yeah, but again, he doesn't actually have that power, and that's not what it means. <laughs> Article Two, yeah. very important. There's a lot of things yeah. Trump says that don't mean what uh, he yeah. thinks they mean. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess on this one, the tie would go to Trump. I mean. Well, technically, our legislatures, he did tie yeah, it Yeah, but I mean, but he didn't really yeah. take legislative true, true, true. power for himself. Yeah, yeah. So, Important um, rule, tie goes to Trump, I tr guess. Yeah, tie goes to Trump. All right, so we're tied up again, 11-11, grievance number 23. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. Um, you know what? This is, I think this one does work because, it, I mean, especially with the whole collusion business, there's a lot of things that Trump does not do for our benefit. Well, at the He's not, government here, how much does he work? Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, as a president who doesn't do anything except yeah. watch Fox News. And golf every, every three days. Yeah. Here's a funny thing. I've seen this on social media a lot, but it's uh, talking about how golf, for whatever, it's so elitist that, you know, anybody can just spend all their time golfing and nobody thinks anything of it. But imagine if President Trump had spent every third day in office playing laser tag. <laughs> or, or I don't yeah. know. Like, That's taking, a funny point. Yeah. yeah. Why do you get a body right. because it's golf? Or what if his hobby was like taking pot brownies and just fidging out all day, you know? Um, so why does why golf do you just does every rich person and uh, political leader get this pass to just do it as much as they want? Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Donald Trump has uh, He's never really quite directly waged war against us, although in a way he—I mean—he is our kicking, future. He's, he's oh, our, future, our future, but he is kicking out legal citizens in these ice ra like roundups. He is literally deporting people who are legally here and were well, born they, here. They deported uh, American yeah. soldiers and That's military true. Member uh -huh. who became American citizens. Right. Um. I. You know. I don't know if we know everything, but rumor has it that uh, Jared Kushner was texting MBS and saw. Arabia and gave the okay to kill uh, Khashoggi, who again was a resident of America. So I mean, in a way, that's kind of like an act of war. Um, 
He hasn't really, you know, yeah, declared like martial us, law. Can, yeah. This one's kind of complicated. Um, I mean, certainly with the collusion, he's kind of abdicated government. I mean, pulling out of well, Syria, they mean, basically leave government. Or I mean, certainly yeah. the fact that he le- he's left so many jobs uh, unfilled. That's true. Um, declaring us out of his protection. I mean, he clearly this, says... You know what? This one's so clear. I think it's slightly... You want to do a 0. 0.5? 0. 0.5? 0. Yeah. 0. 0.5, so 11.5 yeah. to 11.5. I don't think you can get by by just giving Trump that whole point. Yeah, yeah. You definitely can't let him off on that one. Are we still tied? Yeah, tied. 11.5 to 11.5. So we are on to tally... Uh, sorry, yeah. Grievance number 24. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, Burnt our towns and destroyed the lives of our people. Um, I think there's a lot of ways the you EPA. can apply this to Trump. Yeah, certainly with the EPA. You have to keep hitting that, uh, but uh, the EPA is very important and it makes sure that we can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Right. And the fact that he's allowed. Yeah. And, and he, he brags about cutting re- uh, regulations, which is funny because Correct, when you think yeah. about it, we have these utility companies, right? And not, I mean, you can't have a new water company set up shop in New York State or Texas or Virginia, right? It's already there. So the regulation cutting doesn't help businesses form. You're just allowing the one utility company that it already exists. that already exists and already provides, or yeah, provides water to all the citizens. Just well, we don't have to put this much chlorine. Yeah, we don't have to buy all this chlorine anymore. Thankfully, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, and certainly, you know, he opened up uh, like some Alaskan river system, I believe, to like mining, which would destroy all the salmon that are there. Well, he, he has no respect yeah. at the endangered species list. Yeah. Got uh, like what, what was it? Was yeah, it? he was making fun that they can't start a business because there's an owl somewhere. It's like, yeah, oh, that's not how it works. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Burnt our towns. Um, yeah, well, I'll give him that. Yeah. <laughs> King George maybe burnt our towns. But now Trump does not burn yeah. our towns. Right. <laughs> um, destroyed the lives of our people. I think certainly he's uh, deported. He's broken up families. He's uh, certainly stopped. Uh, he's really gummed up the uh, legal immigration system. You know, there's a lot of people who have uh, even wives and husbands that can't come over because they've done everything right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. destroyed her life. Yeah. She's always saying, yeah. you ruined many, my life. And in many ways, a lot of his economic policies, I mean, he's destroying the lives of farmers. Certainly, he's destroying the lives of miners who might otherwise get out of the mine and have some kind of government jo- like subsidy to get them trained on and a new job. And the ravages of black yeah, lungs. And have, ter- <laughs> have a terrible life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Certainly, he's not doing anything for his rural voters who like depend feel on government subsidies and uh, <laughs> assistance more than. You There's know. so many farmers who have said, "I feel betrayed by Trump." Right. It's like no shit. Yeah. You know what? This one got totally going to Trump. Yeah. So we are now twelve point five to eleven point five. We got three more. Three more. Yeah. Let's see how Trump does. All right. Uh, grievance number twenty five. Yeah. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy, scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages, ages and unworthy the head of a civilized nation. So historically, this you know big complaint, if you didn't know, uh, King George famously hired a bunch of German or Hessian soldiers who basically were mercenaries. They came to America and fought. But we the showed king. them on Christmas and Day at George did. Washington to sneak attack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one, I, I mean, you can't really say this applies to Trump. So transporting large armies, foreign mercenaries. I mean, there's no 
armies on American he's not, soil. Yeah. There's no mercenaries. He's not like hiring soil. Saudi Arabian soldiers yeah. to come patrol. You know, and he came very close to starting World War III, but he didn't actually do it. Um, you know, he kind of crafted a, a fake crisis that he himself could kind of fake solve. <laughs> Kind of weird. That's a, you know, arguably to distract from his mounting personal and professional legal issues. It's a different grievance against Trump, but not necessarily one that applies to him. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, can't count that against Trump. So we're tied up again 12.5 to 12.5. Oh, coming down to the wire, there's two left. Grievance number 26. He has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. Now this one is... uh, It's not directly applicable. Yeah, because this goes historically back to an act of parliament in 1775 that authorized the capture of American uh, seagoing vessels. Uh, directed the treatment of the crews uh, to be treated as slaves and not prisoners of war. <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they were to be enrolled for the service of His Majesty and impressment. Right, that was a big thing that happened again. Uh, war of eighteen, you know, leading up to the War of eighteen twelve, and basically he forced people to fight for the crown regardless they wanted to or yeah. not, and against other Americans, i.e., their own peers. So this one. I mean, does not really apply to Trump. At least not to the extent that the uh, British did. I mean, you could argue that certainly having our troops in stupid places and... Um, but they're not bearing arms against their own country or their own brethren. Yeah, that's true. So, so you yeah. want to get really idealistic right. here. Yeah. Oh, it looks like, uh, well, with one left, uh, Trump's, uh, you know, he's just under 500. So let's see this last one because I guess it'll, it might be tie if it relates. But we're at the tally's 12.5 for Trump being like King George and uh, having a similar grievance uh, that we could write against him versus 13.5 of not really applying. But last one. Here we go. Last but not least. Yeah, we'll see if it ties it up. Grievance 27. He has excited domestic insurrections amongst us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers. The merciless Indian savages, little uh, <laughs> little outdated language, little there. cheek there, huh? Yeah, the merciless Indian savages, whose known rule of warfare, <laughs> known rule, a little subjective there, <laughs> is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. This one doesn't. Oh man, it's not really applicable ooh, to ooh, Indian ooh. savages in modern times. Yeah, but, but he has excited domestic insurrection. Well, that is Trump would be true. very happy to have if he loses re-election. He said. He would be happy if people revolted against, mm-hmm. you know, the government. Yeah, they, because it would be unfair. Right. He said the same thing if he lost in 2016. Yeah, he thought uh, the uh, Second Amendment people might not be happy. Yeah, domestic, <laughs> and they're very tough yeah. people. I mean, he was he took the side of domestic terrorists in Charlottesville, famously. He said yeah. those are good people. Good people on good both people sides. Good people on both sides. Uh, That's true. I think this one definitely counts against Trump because yeah. I mean, he's always talking about how like you know. L.A. and Chicago and, like, all of California are shitholes. He thinks all, uh, you know, the Democratic Party are savages and vermin. Well, look what he's done. Like, remember the uh, that crazy guy with Trump stickers all over his car who sent bombs to oh, right. climate yeah. Democrats? I mean, that was... Just... And that guy's lawyers literally have the uh, legal uh, defense uh, argument that Donald Trump says crazy shit. <laughs> that, that, his, that, you know, defendants who go nuts listening to the president, you know, it's not their fault so well, that's yeah, now you outrageous have, yeah now you and, and i mean there's a growing right wing um i guess militia kind of domestic right. terrorist threat they're, they're right kind of like openly hoping for a civil war yeah so you know yeah i think 
I, I think it's totally fair. The Native Americans Trump. has no bearing on today, but I think it's. I mean, but, was, I mean if you if you could clearly, turn, if you just uh, exchange Indian savages with the deplorables, whose <laughs> known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, section, sexes, and conditions. Well, yeah, you look at the right wing people, the oh, incels yeah. who are now right, you know, incels who want to kill a bunch of women. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and you know, Trump or is their man with a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, any Chad, I yeah. think they call him, right? The savages of the 21st century, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right, so actually we're tied up. I, I thought Trump might pull ahead, but... Uh, That's interesting. At least from our tally, he's batting 500, right in the middle, so... Half of the uh, grievances here, we could write, we could literally uh, secede from Donald Trump's presidency yeah. and form a new United States of America. To make perhaps. a more perfect union. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, you know what? This is actually a very interesting, uh, uh, interesting yeah. Uh, discussion. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Dash McIntyre. I'm Adrian Pope. And uh, we're brought to you in association with the Halfway Post. It's kind of our. Uh, our favorite little outlet to make fun of the uh, current events and especially Donald Trump. Check it out at halfwaypost.com. But thanks for listening to Brain Milk Podcast. Uh, have a good rest of your evening or morning or whatever time of day you're listening to this, you freak. Just kidding. <laughs>